Hello, everybody. This is Joseph Pasek, and welcome to the Fired Up Network. Welcome to the flagship show of the Fired Up Network, Fired Up Live. Welcome to NBA Jump Ball. Captain Canada, Drew Banks, and sports fluent Anthony K. Drew, in case you don't, if you're watching the show, you see Drew tearing up. Drew, man, it's four days after your team uh, lost. They blew a lead. Should have won. Jaylen, how come nobody blames Jalen Hurts? They blame the, the referee holding. It was a holding call, but Jalen Hurts fumbled, and they scored. Never mind. I, I, again, Drew, again, the Eagles were in the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Right? Yes. Look, no no comments now. Did the Eagles win the Super Bowl? That's. Are you still crying? Are you still crying about that? Are you crying that the Raptors did not make a significant trade? Uh, I don't really, what Raptors do really doesn't affect me because it's, uh, I feel the team's obviously still got talent. They still need a, one or two pieces. That's fine. But the Eagles is within me. It's my heart and soul. Um, yeah, tough way to go down for sure. Obviously two or three plays there really determined that game. And it's sad when you see Jalen played so well, uh, you know, most people would say he played better than Patrick, uh, arguably better than the magician. And, you know, it's a few plays, three plays, you know, that fumble. Yeah, a fumble's all right if you cannot allow a touchdown, you know, off that fumble. Uh, and then the, the 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 kickoff return for 65 yards, you look at that and you say, my goodness, how can you let that happen? And then the holding penalty, you got to know the refs are looking to call something to give the golden boy an advantage to get that chip, that second chip. You have to know as a defender. And the funny thing is, it would have been better if he gave they gave up the touchdown because at least it would have given the Eagles a chance to come back down and possibly tie up the game. So very, very, yes, very, not tearing because of the game, but yeah. yeah tearing up, Anthony. We should have had that one. Mm -hmm. that so, one Anthony, I'm, I'm going to ask you this. Do you know what you have to do? You have to fight for the right. To party. Chicago has never fought for that right since 1985. <laughs> Philadelphia fought for the right and they we fought, fought. We fought. We fought for the right in 06. We just lost. Yeah, we just Chicago lost the fight. And, and Philadelphia fought for the right, but they fumbled it away. Right? So enough talk about the Super Bowl because it's done. And I hope everybody knows. Drew, I hope you know three days after my birthday, February 11th next year in Vegas, the Buffalo Bills will win the Super Bowl. Not the Chicago Bears, not the Philadelphia Eagles, not the Toronto Argonauts or Montreal Alouettes. But I digress. Let's talk NBA here. We're heading into the All-Star break. Now, Anthony, you, you told me prior to the show, you were contacted to be one of the assistant coaches, but they refused to pay you. Is this true? Not that they refused to pay me. They wouldn't pay me enough. They wouldn't meet my asking price, yes. Yeah, I, I'm the only idiot that meets your asking price. See, Drew? I meet Thanks. his asking price, all right? so well, you're, the you're the mayor of the provinces of Canada, so you've got that extra mayor. income. First of all, let me correct you. I'm the president of the provinces of Canada. I'm the mayor-elect of North America, and I'll reveal yeah. it here first. I'll reveal Drew, I know you're excited about this. I am thinking about running for the mayor of Toronto. Do I got your vote, Drew and Anthony? Yeah, if I lived in Toronto proper and I had that vote, I would vote for you. Let's I, I'll, I'll have to see who else is running before I can commit. <laughs> All right, Drew, go, go. I'll, you know what? We're gonna be the end of the segment. 
crying more. Right. So we're I don't think the current mayor is going anywhere. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Also, and shout out, shout out to the Dallas Cowboys, who their fans think will be playing your Buffalo Bills uh, yeah. in this Super Bowl next year. Both of you delusional fans. Yes, yeah, go way, ahead. By the way, the script is out. It says Cincinnati and Dallas. All right. Drew believes in scripting. All right. So Anthony, first half, well, basically past the first half, but unofficially first half of NBA season. What has surprised you? What has which team has disappointed you? Is it the Lakers still? Drew, wake up, man. Come on. This is enthralling. He's really yawning on the job. Yeah, it's yeah but listen, it has to be the two that disappointed you, obviously, is is the Lakers and Brooklyn. Like Brooklyn was so bad they blew the whole damn thing up. Um, you know, the three guys that were supposed to lead the team, Katie's gone to Phoenix, Kyrie's gone to Dallas, and Ben Simmons is coming off the bench. Now, I never had faith in Ben Simmons, but that was supposed to be their three after the James Harden trade. Um, and so, yeah, Brooklyn definitely, even though they're sitting at the five seed, they're going to probably plummet um, over the last bit of the last 20 games of the season. But no, it's still it's still the Lakers. When you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis on the team, they need to stay healthy. No, you know what? I lied. I changed my mind. The Golden State Warriors, the defending champs, the defending champs. There, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fly changing my mind. It's the Golden State Warriors are the most disappointing. Um, yeah, and then and then I would say Denver. I would say Denver's the surprise. We knew they were going to be good, but I didn't think we thought they were going to be number one seed good. Right? We expected Boston to be good. We expected Milwaukee to be good. I don't think anybody expected Denver um, to be the number one seed. So I'll say they're the biggest surprise in a good way. Before I give it to Drew, uh, Drew, get yourself a Kleenex. I'm going to ask Anthony this question, okay? Right now, give me your NBA final. Right now, as we stand February 16th. By the way, shout out to my birth, my sister. It's her birthday, so happy birthday. Anthony's going to sing happy birthday in Greek later. But go ahead. Give me your NBA finals right now, Anthony. Um, okay, good. I'll need some time to learn that song because I don't know it. Um, <laughs> in Greek, at least. Uh, I'm going to go... Man, the West is so up for grabs. There isn't a runaway team, so I'll just play it safe. I'll go Denver and Milwaukee, but watch out for the Lakers. Watch out for my Lakers. Denver and Milwaukee. All right, Drew, same question to you here. And 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 no, it's not going to be the Raptors, all right, or the Argos. You go ahead. Well, um, surprises this season, hmm. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised in a way you think when you say surprise, but Boston, the fact that they went through all they went through with their head coach, who was the guy who apparently was the kind of guy that got them over the hump uh, to think they could win a title. And the fact that uh, their coach that they have now um, has kept them at the same level, if not better than they were last year without any letdowns, despite dealing with a whole bunch of guys in and out including Marcus Smart, um, you have to give them props for being there and being one of the best teams uh, in the NBA. I'm surprised the Miami Heat are so bad. Um, they're, they're, they're still above 500, but I'm just surprised they're seventh uh, in the East. And I'm also surprised that Atlanta, um, from a team that people were looking at to you know be one of the top teams consistently in the East, they're struggling, obviously, uh, with Trey going down. That doesn't help them. And then just seems like even with Collins, there's always some kind of controversy around that team. So very surprising there. Love what I'm seeing in Denver. As Anthony said, I never thought they'd be this good, especially with Jamal Murray kind of coming back for the first 
time since his major injury. Now you see he does have knee soreness. So that's going to be a factor for them in the playoffs, how much he can hold up. And hopefully he will uh, be able to hold up. Obviously, another surprise, Dallas doing that deal to get Kyrie there. Not sure how that's going to work out. Not sure if that uh, pairing uh, is going to work out long term for Dallas. But hey, Mark Cuban's one to take a chance. And there's not a lot of free agents trying to go to Dallas. Uh, but he swung for the fences on that, so we'll see. And, yeah, the Golden State Warriors, I mean, even when you look at the injuries they've had, you never thought a team that comes off such a great season last year, you know, where they basically ran roughshod over the NBA to sit at 500 right now, basically clamoring to get a play-in spot. So they're a team that um, they need to step it up going forward. Uh, to see what they can do for the rest of the season. And I think one other disappointed team, obviously, is the Lakers. I'm not even going to talk much more about them. Uh, it was embarrassing, especially when LeBron uh, was, uh, you know, eclipsing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to be losing a game to OKC. Uh, and our boy, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who doesn't care about the ceremonies. And then you see the fallout with AD not celebrating and everybody saying, you know, what's going on? And then there are rumors of, LeBron trying to shop him or basically saying they they would move him for KD. Uh, I don't know how true that is, but there just seems to be a lot of turmoil around the Lakers. Hopefully they can pick it up because we need them to do good things uh, for the NBA. All right. But in Boston, uh, they, their coach, they removed the interim tag. He's now the official head coach, but I want to touch to you guys. Kevin Love now worked out a deal. He's no more with Cleveland. Who? takes a chance on Kevin Love. The Lakers. LeBron loves LeBron loves bringing in his old his old teammates who know how to deal with playing in his shadow. So the Lakers just make the most sense. They they can use a big a big who can shoot. Why not? Especially a veteran. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Is it the Lakers or a Heat? Because the Heat are rumored to be after him or whatever. What, who? Where do you think is the, the, the best Heat? Fit? Need to blow it up. The Heat are trash. Like you're not winning an NBA championship. You're not making it out of the first round. Just don't, don't bother. Just save Jimmy Butler for next year. Just figure out what you're going to do with Bam. Figure out what you're going to do with Kyle Lowry. Figure out how the hell you can get out of Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero max like that money. <laughs> uh, like there, there's so many issues in Miami that would be that would be just a waste of a of, of a spot on that roster. Can't can't believe they didn't move Kyle. I mean, if if there's any team that could use Kyle Lowry, would have been uh, the Lakers. Um, you know, even at this stage in the way he looks, but I think he'd be rejuvenated. And yeah, I, I don't think Miami's going to do anything. It would. They probably will look into it. Obviously, Pat Riley's going to look at that. But, you know, you, you even look at a team like Boston, if they can do something, they'd love to bolster what they know will be a, a, a heavy competition in the East with either Philly or Milwaukee, I think, facing them in the Eastern Finals. Um, so I think they're a team that could look at it. Maybe maybe a Denver could be somebody that a team that wants to bolster or the Memphis Grizzlies looking to bring in some more veteran leadership. Cause as we can see with jaw, he's got a long ways to go as far as being a mature player uh, with all the stuff off the court that he's been dealing with and kind of um, perpetuating with his people. So I think they're a team that also could use him uh, as well. The problem with some of those though, is that love wants more playing time. And well, most I think of those he's more of a vet guy 
come off the bench and just spot time. That's the only way I could see at this year he should be. Yeah, ready. but that, he's part of the reason Cleveland is 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 now going to release him. I guess is because he wants an opportunity to play more. So I'm wondering now, like as much as I think it, to to both of our points is that he goes to a contender and helps them as the veteran guy, or is he going to go to a bad team? So because he just wants to play. I, actually, would I don't take, know. If you're the Raptors, would you take a chance? Just uh, you're just saying a bad team. I'm he not saying Raptors are fit, bad. He doesn't fit. No, I get what you're saying, but he doesn't really fit what the Raptors are doing. Doing, and he's right. going to bring enough shooting. I think the Raptors obviously they need shooting. I don't know if he's going to bring enough shooting for them to make a stab at him. Yeah, it just that doesn't yeah. fit. They're looking for like interchangeable defenders who can switch, who are long. Uh, they need obviously shooters, but at his Although age, that might not be the solution anymore, Anthony. I mean, that no, I'm not saying it is the solution, but that's. Yeah. I think they've got to kind of move a little bit away from that just because they do have those bodies. They're not really able to get it done. Uh, they need shooters. They need shooters that, that can, Agree. you know, when they get the space creation, those guys can hit shots. And right now they have nobody really that can hit shots. All right, let's, let's get And can I just quickly just say, yeah. um, if you – I get why he's upset, but if you had an opportunity to move – day-to-day Davis for Kevin Durant, you make that move. So he can cry all he wants about it. Yeah, that's a smart basketball decision. He's the He is the better player. He is a more consistent player. He's the, <laughs> even though he's injured, he's still the healthier option. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so. Anyways. And th- don't you want to see, you mentioned Golden State. Don't you want to see a first-round matchup, Golden State and Phoenix? Wow. That would be fireworks right there. You, you know sure. what I'm saying? Like, like. <sighs> You're, you're probably at the end, maybe Western Conference, Denver and Phoenix, something like that. But it's it's crazy to think of that. Now, we, we talked about the Raptors, so I'm going to go with a couple minutes with the Raptors here. They moved nobody. They got Pirtle. Okay, whatever. Okay. Hey, look at his first game. Yeah, 30 points. But listen, here it 30 is. 30 and 9. Yeah, 30 and 9. Yeah. No, I'm, and he's friends with Pascal and all that, right? But he said he he'll explore in the off season and all that. If you were in the off season, I'll start off with Anthony here. Okay, there was talk of OG, there's talk of Fred Van Fleet and all that. Do you think you could get more for a guy like OG in July? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think what what happened this trade deadline was the players that moved if you look at the moves right just think look at how many 50 plus second round picks were shuffled around so there was a lot of move, like if you look talent for talent most of these trades were weren't even trades right like you can't say well these three people equal that one right it was three lesser players for one big name player or two whatever it was it was all you know but then you look at what utah got for gobert in the offseason yeah. Well, hey, that was a significant haul. So I think, I think, yeah, I think you get more. I think Masai did, and I said this last episode. Masai got a really good idea of what everybody in the league where, where they value all of his players. So he's going to take that now. He has a f- couple of months to sit back and say, okay, this is where we were with these guys. They wanted three for you know they were offering three first round picks for OG. Well, I want this player and three or this player and two. He can start to kind of go through that. So yeah, I think you can get a better deal in the offseason when you're not as rushed. I feel a lot of teams made reactionary decisions. Uh, you know, Kyrie to Dallas is a horrible move. 
horrible move. They gave up all their defense for another ball-dominant scorer. It made absolutely no sense. And the Alice, there's no D anymore, the Alice Mavericks are, are, are going to have to outscore teams. And let's be honest, how did that work in Brooklyn? Because that's what they did in Brooklyn. They got rid of Jared Allen. They got rid of Dinwiddie, Levert. They got rid of everybody and brought it and said, oh, we're going to outscore people. But what happened? None of them are there anymore. So I, I think Dallas and, and Kyrie's a free agent who didn't want to go to Dallas in the first place. No. So, so I know we're supposed to be talking about the Raptors, but um, to the Raptors point now, yeah, I think they can get better deals and, and they're going to see because, okay, it's one game, but Hey, Fred, what did we say? You got to pass the ball more. Well, 15 assists, um, you know, Achua 10 and 11, like they got good performances so Player far, rules. you know, you, you talk about Pirtle, What's Pirtle, what's what what makes him valuable? He's an efficient scoring big man. He went 15 of 17 for that 30. Like that's insane. That's crazy numbers. That's crazy. Right? So numbers. now is that gonna be him night in, night out? No. Yeah. Um, but you could that's see the magic. chemistry. Yeah, that was yeah. You could see you could see the, the chemistry though between him and Pascal. So now he's gonna see okay, which if I'm building around Pascal's our guy, and Pirtle's gonna be that center that we're gonna build, that efficient center. And is it OG at the small forward and Scotty Barnes? Cool. Now I know what I can get for the rest of that core or whatever it is. He, he Now he can start working those puzzle pieces around. All right. So I, I'm going to say something that I have heard. I want your take. I'll start off with Drew here. I have heard that Carl Anthony Towns will be moved in the offseason. I have heard that they uh, were talking to the Raptors uh, on this trade. The Raptors? Hold on. Uh, and this is you. You know my one of my sources, so I trust this guy with uh, with everything here. I have heard also that OG wasn't moving in this one. Uh, Fred Van Fleet was, and a couple other players. Would you entertain Drew? Would you entertain Carl Anthony Towns as a Raptor? Of course. I mean, you can get a player like that, um, you know, big man who's an all-star, who's can shoot to get, you know, the ball like he does. I think he he needs to be more focused, I think, on defensively what he can do more than anything. Um, if he can kind of capture some form of defensive presence, I think that would help. But you obviously have to entertain and look at it if Cat uh, is on the trading block now. Block now. If you're talking Fred Van Vliet now, do, do the Raptors have a replacement for him at point guard? Uh, that's the key. You know, if you you let go of Freddie, who's going to come in and play point guard? Are you going to Flynn? Are you going, you know, Young Downton? Um, what are you going to do there? But uh, you definitely have to entertain it and look at it. Um, just going back to the point you were saying, guys, about the Raptors. Uh, the, the the game that that I can see right there for Fred. That's the kind of game. 10 to 20 points max, 10 to 12 to 15 assists. If he can capture that type of point guard role and feed guys and get guys to their spots, this team could have a lot of success. It's when he becomes that gunner at six feet tall that it takes the whole offense out of rhythm, and that's where the Raptors will not have success. So hopefully this is a transformation. I've asked for it. I've asked why don't they ask him to be – more of a pass first point guard. If this first game is any indication with Pirtle, um, I think that's great. And I think with Pirtle, very good big man has developed since. And remember, even when the Raptors let him go, it wasn't like they were saying, well, this guy's no good. 
it was just at the time, you know, to fit in the roster and, you know, obviously salary cap and all that. You look at what he's done since he's a pretty much a double double guy and he's just got that veteran presence inside and it gives Coloco a chance to develop in the next couple years as well, if they manage to keep Pearl on board. And don't forget, they traded Pearl for Kawhi Leonard. What it looked, you know. Well, no, they traded they traded Pearl for Danny Green. They tra- traded Demar Derozan for. If you're going to look at that, it was a package. But yeah, um, and and we've said it a couple times, but like to, to correct yourself, it wasn't Pearl's first game with the Raptors. I believe it was his second game. He played that game against. Yeah, he played with Detroit. Um, but let's let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. As I praised Dev Lee for his 15 assists. We got to also say he went three of 12 from the field. So it's not like he wasn't jacking up shots and missing as he's been doing all season long. Uh, he was still now, maybe he got to a point where he said, Oh damn, I'm off tonight. I'm going to stop shooting. Um, three of nine from three is not, you know, 33%. Eh, it's okay. Um, but the three for 12 is it's, it still should be concerning, right? Great that he was able to get the 15 assists. Um, well, you even talked about the Detroit game and he had 35 in that game. So, it, yeah, like yeah, when he makes hey, when he's making it, but this season he's been missing more than he's been yeah. significantly. He's had more off nights than on nights, yes. right? But he'll hit you with one of those thirty-five point games. You're like, oh, okay, he's back, but he's not back. I think they're um, contesting his shots a lot too, Anthony. They mm-hmm. know what he wants to do, and that's sure. where he's that's where he's got to be smart. That's where he's got to realize, you know what? It's not serve for me to shoot these shots like this to jack of these shots when there's a contest there why don't i try to penetrate and find guys and also if you have a big man inside you can actually feed to in pertle who not necessarily needs to score but can give the ball back on giving goals or find cutters that's where the raptors can be successful and then push it out to shoot threes but when he's jacking as you said i really don't like that that form of raptors basketball yeah, right. like that, that night that 35, he was, he was still below five. Like he was 12 of 26. And the six of six of 13 from three. He shot incredibly well from three, mm-hmm. which saved him, right? If he shot his average from three, that's right. another game we're just shaking our head going, what's he doing? And even in the game, uh, like I said, the last the last game where Pirtle had the 30, Van Fleet, there were times where he gets it and there's a defender right on him, one dribble, step oh. back, right? To, and trying to shoot a three over, like a contested three, you know, Five feet beyond beyond the arc. I get it that that's the NBA now, but there's You're better. Not Damian Lillard or, or Steph. Yeah, Curry. this team, this team. Even if he was, that's not Damian Lillard. Does it? He drops forty and they lose, right? Like yeah. that's not winning basketball. It's basketball. It's not winning basketball. So, um, okay. I, I love the fifteen assists. I wish we could get those shots, like you said. We got a couple minutes left, so I'm going to ask you right now. Last thought on the Raptors. Right now, I think they're the tenth seed. Okay. Where I'll ask Anthony to start here. Where do they finish at the end of the year? Again, this is unofficially the All Star break. Uh, it's more than halfway through, but whatever. So go ahead. So the the Raptors are lucky, um, and they're lucky because they're. Like I've said this before. They're way too talented to be where they are. They're actually in ninth right now right. Um, in a, a virtual tie because they've played two more games, but they have the same. I think 475 win percentage or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so they're they're both 14 games back at first, but they're ahead of Washington. This team should finish. This team should finish in the sixth seed. Now that not, might not be what they want because that puts them in the first round uh, against Philly, but they should finish in the sixth seed. And the reason they should finish in the sixth seed, Atlanta is a mess. 
Atlanta is a mess, and and I think they're they're not trending in the right direction. I believe Miami is a mess, uh, which I said earlier, and I don't think they're going to be trending in the right direction. Um, and Brooklyn, although a lot of the pieces that they got for KD and for Kyrie, like that team looks like a more balanced roster. I don't think they're in a position where they're going to go on a run. They're probably going to start to to fall. So if you got three teams that are falling, it it allows that that Toronto team to now you know if you look at if you think about it, they're four games back of that sixth seed, um, with twenty games left. I want to say what's they've played fifty nine games. Yeah, four so twenty twenty three yeah. twenty something games like that. They're there. They're they're right there to go on a run, uh, because partially them playing better. And the other half is those three teams. I don't think are going to play as well down the stretch. If they go on a run, can they get? Can they get fifth? I mean, I can't see Brooklyn staying where they well, are. I think, I think I don't think they catch New York. I think New York still they're inconsistent, but I think New York's good enough that they 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 hover around that six five five six seed. Five six, yeah, yeah. All right. So let, let's get to one other thing. You know, the WNBA is coming to Toronto. I have a, a couple guys have told me that weekend they may announce a team in Canada as early as 2025. All right. Finally. 2025. Drew Ebanks has told me personally, I don't know if I should let the cat out of the bag. Drew Ebanks, who's on point on location, wants to try out to be the mascot. Anthony, do you give Drew the job as WNBA mascot? Big up, big no. up, big up. That's what he'll say. No. Big up. He was not saying that. Don't say that. Really? Drew might be the general manager. I'll give uh, that. That makes a lot more sense. I'll be the head coach. Poker. Look at, He'll look be the it. general manager. I'll be the head coach. We'll Stop make the champions. Right. So, like, look, uh, last thing here. It's the all-star game here, okay? So, shooting stars and celebrity games or whatever. Drew, which one? Are you are you looking forward to the game? Are you looking forward to the three point competition, slam dunk competition, uh, Adidas shoe competition? What are you looking forward to? Hmm. I mean, it's it's fun. I I I always obviously on Saturday night you look for the you look for the dunk off. That's that's going to be it. Um, sad that Shaden Sharp has pulled out. Not really sure what the reason is there um, for him to pull out, but that's one where everybody looks to see if they can kind of, you know, get back to where the dunk off has been. I think they're going to have uh, a pretty good one, but I wish Shaden was going to be in it. Um, rising stars. I mean, when you look at Andrew Nemard and, uh, and, and Benedict Maturin, um, you know, you have to love those guys, the way that, you know, they've played throughout this season. Um, I think Benedict is a kid that's going to have a super bright future uh, in this NBA. He's just got everything, I think, more down to the mentality of him being so mature. Um, and then Scotty Barnes, of, of, if you're a Raptor fan, obviously he's there uh, as well. And then added another Canadian, Leonard Miller, who will be here in early March as the G League Ignite take on the Raptors 905. We will definitely be there to speak to Leonard um, definitely a guy who's going to be drafted in 2023. Uh, the fact that he's here in the Rising Stars game is a testament to him working hard. Remember, he thought more than likely that he was going to be in the draft last year and go right into the NBA. And then to have to go and play in the in the G League there, the G League Ignite, and reload your mind me- mentally to say, hey, i got to work even harder to get there and to see him being named 
to this game, um, to the Jordan Rising Stars, is incredible. So, as always, you know me, guys, I'm cheering for our Canadians, cheering for, of course, Scotty Barnes. I need him to step up. I think year three will be a different Scotty Barnes as well. And, of course, the NBA All-Star Game, it is the gold standard of All-Star Games. Who's right, going to be hold there? On, hold on, hold on. I'm going to ask you this. Dante Julie Black, there. National Anthem. Anthony, this is where you're going to give me some hero. All right. Look, when is it about time you're going to interview the number one coach in Canada for for the kids basketball? Go to to uh, the Paramount <laughs> Food, Food Center, interview some guy who's sports fluent, Anthony K. Even though he likes the Bears, whatever. Everybody has a problem. All right. When are you going to inter see Anthony? It's time you give me some hero. All right. That so like, look. Point. See, he's on point. All right, Drew. I want to know, I want to know in front of the worldwide audience, thanks to, to, to world, world.com, over 300 million TVs are watching. When are you interviewing Sports Fluent? Drew well, has already, I'll answer for him. Drew has already told me off camera. Yeah. Uh, if my boys win the league championship this weekend, we have our semifinal and final game on Saturday and Sunday that he will interview me. So it is up to my boys to win their game. So we'll, we we'll leave it. Okay, so I do, we I do want to touch on the All-Star game before we go nuts because the All-Star game is the All-Star game. Uh, it's going to be the All-Star game where they play like two minutes of actual basketball. It's still fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. I'm really excited about the skills challenge. I always love the three-point shootout. Those things are going to be great. I was asked... Sports underscore flowing on IG, TikTok, and Twitter. I was asked, when should I go get a snack <laughs> during the All-Star weekend? And I said, go take a snack. Go do your business, to, you know, in your water closet. Uh, whatever you need to do during the dunk contest. Because I'm going to just say the, the names of the of the participants <laughs> in the dunk off. Trey Murphy the third, Kenyon Martin Jr., Matt McClung, and Jericho Sims. Chris Jericho? Chris uh, Jericho. No, wrong Jericho. Wrong Jericho. Wrong Jericho. There is not... Look, I'm not, not saying they're bad dunkers. I'm not. I'm just saying there's no buddy that people are like, oh, yeah, I want to... I'm paying to see that person. It's just not happening. If I may, if you indulge me for 30 seconds, what I suggest is... And I know the NBA players won't... won't the NBA players will even more so maybe not go into it, the superstars, when I say what I'm about to say. But the dunking is still a fan favorite. It is still exciting. It is still fun to watch for those that know how to do it. So why not bring in players, be it from the G League, be it from university, be it there's there's professional, there's a professional dunking circuit. And if you've seen some of these guys doing 720s, what they do is phenomenal. Bring them in. Let them have the dunk off. And an NBA player wants to challenge them, great. They won't. Let them do the dunk off. Make it exciting again. And you know what? Let the host city, let the host city give the winner of that dunk off a 10-day contract and let them practice with the team and try to prove themselves. Because, listen, they want to hoop. They're just normally not skilled enough to do other things. Give them a 10-day contract. That, that, now you have the prize down. They're going to be motivated. And we're going to see some phenomenal. Like, I've seen 360 behind the back like between your legs and and they're hitting these on the first try. So why do it from a guy who's like, listen, the, the guys in our, the, the reason the superstars don't want to do it anymore is one, they don't want to lose Two, They don't have time to work on their dunks. So let's make it fun again. Let's bring in these other guys and make it for like, we bring in former players. We have a celebrity game. 
hey, why not have a celebrity dunk off? Because I think it would be more fun to watch. Well, they also should. You mentioned coach of the year. Why not have one or two coaches coaching on the staff of of these head coaches? You learn from the greatest, right? And speak about the greatest. Michael Jordan celebrated his 60th birthday. Anthony, I'm telling you right now, you don't know this. Drew is older than Michael Jordan. Drew is not older than Michael Jordan. Drew is older than Michael. He looks like it, but he's older <laughs> than Michael Jordan. All right, Drew. I don't uh, think so, buddy. Good any, try. Any, look, you're Drew's not even older than me. He is older. Yeah, well, I, might guarantee be older you, than that, I guarantee you. I'm not he's nowhere near 60 years old. That's for sure. That's a given. I guarantee you he's 60 years old. All yeah, right. Jordan, yes, he is. Jordan is, yes. Right. Yeah, February 17th. Happy 60th. Happy 60th, MJ. Give me your uh, favorite memory of Michael Jordan as we close this out, Drew. Every moment. I mean, I have arguments. I have debates in my chats. Uh, LeBron's the GOAT. There's no GOAT in basketball, but there's a GOAT in football, which is Brady. There's no GOAT in basketball, but there's a GOAT in hockey, which is Gretzky, which is what I think. There's no GOAT in tennis in basketball, but there's a gold in tennis, which is Federer, which I think uh, there's no women's gold or maybe gold overall in, te- in tennis, but there is one in basketball. It's Serena. Like, I mean, the gold is the gold. I always tell people I lived through it. it. He was a phenomenon. It was a feeling that nobody has ever brought in my spirit. Um, maybe Michael Jackson. That was the only other. And again, I think those two are the goats. Michael Jackson being the greatest performer ever in the history of the world and Michael Jordan being the greatest basketball player, the emotions that he elicited when you had to run home to watch him to make sure you didn't miss it. He was a phenomenon. You have kids now who wear Jordans who've never seen Michael Jordan play live. Uh, For goodness sakes, LeBron's kids were wearing Jordans at LeBron when he passed Kareem. Now some might say he was trolling, but to me that's a nonsense troll the goat is the goat. There will never be another Michael Jordan in the history of basketball. Anthony, on <sighs> so many, like on on so many games, so many game winners. Um, heck, even when they lost, when I you know I, I was lucky, fortunate enough to be there that seventy two and ten team. I was in the at the game in Toronto when they lost to the Raptors. Jordan yes, actually released that shot, that bank shot that went in before the buzzer. But anyways, different. We'll have that conversation <laughs> another day. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to have met Mike a couple of times. So that for for personally, I've never course, done that. That was, that was fondest memory. Let me tell you what an incredible person he is. I met him once. We spoke for. 14 seconds and the second time i met him he remembered my name now i've i've been told he does that with everybody but for him the second time hey tony how are you good to see you again like that's That's that blew my mind as a as a youngster i'll say youngster because it was a long time ago um i still wasn't young um but yeah there's so many game winners but honestly my my memory of him is always this and it's it's similar to my kobe memory right like i saw kobe score 81 live in person but still my best memory of kobe is when he said uh, they said there's no I in team, and they said, Yeah, but there's a me in that expletive. Expletive. My thing with Jordan is there's no I in team, there's an I in win, <laughs> and it's it's that kind of that mentality, those those things. But like I said, there's so many. Like, I could sit back, I just watched, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, I think it's called A Man in His Shoes or something like, yeah. like that. A man, in, and uh, they go through the, the Nike Jordan uh, marketing campaign with Spike Lee and Mars Blackman and, and those commercials. Man, those were fun. So just just so many, so many things. Uh, 
The, like you can't. There's no way you can pick one thing. He's a phenomenon, man, and and it's still to this day. Look what he's making Nike. Look what kids are wearing all over the country. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, someone said it to me yesterday. LeBron can't be the goat because nobody is robbing people over LeBron's, but they did do that over Jordan's. That back does get him in trouble, though. That does get him in trouble. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Just think about that. Nine. That deal was struck in the mid '80s, and it's yes. paying Jordan 130 million dollars a month. The second. The second highest is LeBron, $32 million. Wow. So we have here uh, a, a comment from William George, or George William, George Williams. And we, he, he says, you guys are forgetting the GOAT is Andrea Bargnani. He eats spaghetti like the best. All right? Drew Ebags, who eats spaghetti, mm. can you comment on Andrea Bargnani being the GOAT of Primo Pasta? No? All right. Drew, let's tell everybody how they could get a hold of you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no comments on Andrea Bargnani, and that's it. On Point Basketball, on Instagram, Facebook, what are we on? Twitter, the whole nine. Drew Banks on Twitter, I should say, onpointbasketball.com. Uh, I'm going to go check out an incredible basketball rivalry tonight, guys. Humber, Sheridan, men's basketball. It's that is where you want to be. I think it's one of the top, if not the top, basketball rival rivalries in the country. It's going to be a full house at Humber College. We're going up there. I'll be doing some social as well. And and Joe, I know I, I had to uh, bring up this to you the other day. I saw your boy Mo Pete the other day, a couple of days ago, at the Open Gym ten year anniversary yeah. event. Last minute invite. What did he say about the president? Uh, said he misses the president. You know. And uh, shout out Mo Pete, man. He looks great. He's doing his thing, trying to get Flint back their water, trying to do his thing with his family. And uh, I always love seeing that guy and talking to him. And he always uh, gives me time for when we were reporting and covering him on a day-to-day -day basis. So shout out the man, Mo Pete, man. Did you invite him on to Fired legend. Up Network? Tell him I could make him famous? Yeah, I, I, I told him that you can make his life change forever if he comes. Yeah, well, I, I, I tried already. I I tried already, but Anthony took that away. See, since Anthony knows me, he's on ESPN. He is on everything. And wow. now, Anthony, it's wow. Anthony's turn because he's going to sing to my sister, happy birthday in Greek. Go ahead, hero. I'm not doing that. Um, so you can get a hold of me at sports underscore fluent is the our road to 100K, even though on point basketball doesn't follow us as they should. Oh, um, also, on what? Uh, on what? Everything. Sports underscore fluent on TikTok, no, Twitter, IG. Not on TikTok. I saw you on TikTok. I saw you on TikTok. I'm having a problem. Uh, uh -huh. I'm honest on Instagram. I am following people, and it's taking me five or six times for it to take, and I am not sure what that is. But I remember following you, Anthony. I definitely It's all the same. IG, TikTok, and Twitter. It's all sports underscore watch. And then go to and then check us out. All the shows are on YouTube. My other shows, other than these shows, I believe you. I believe you. I'm clicking it now, and you'll see in two days or by in an hour, it'll be unfollowed. Watch. Follow you right there. There you okay. go. Follow. We're right. gonna check that. Something's going on with Instagram when I try to follow. Me. Hey, we got we got TikTok. We had we had my co-host on uh, hoops hoop streams, the ESPN uh, streaming uh, hoop show yesterday. Uh, big things happening. All the other shows, other than on Fired Up, which is where you should come and see me, but also on uh, Players Choice YouTube, where uh, just uh, hit seventy five thousand K. So 
everything's growing. Everything's, oh, every, you know, all, all thanks to the Fired Up Network. If you're not all following, things. what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that hashtag? We'll go ahead. Sports fluent. What is it? When you have seventy five thousand, go ahead. Oh, uh, that's that's the Players Choice Show on YouTube. That's if where all our shows are. Fluent and Chill, my football show. show. That's all there. Yeah. You got to follow the Players Choice Show on YouTube because Anthony has told me what he has big, big plans for that show. Big plans. He has told me. We mentioned Jericho. He's not going to be on. All right. We mentioned Sami Zayn and you got to acknowledge Roman Reigns Saturday. We're not watching the slam dunk competition. We're watching a- a- Elimination Chamber from Montreal. All right. From oh, there Montreal. you go. Forget the All-Star All right. game. Forget the All-Star. Nobody cares about you said Jericho, whoever's at slam dunking based on his name. He's going to win. All right. And you got to figure out. Got to f- follow. Follow the Player's Choice YouTube channel. Whoever follows the Player's Choice YouTube channel and gets him over to 100,000, Drew Ebanks will get him on point beer. All right? That's coming down the pipe. That was wine. Ebanks. All right? And if it's not, Morris Peterson has good wine. All right? We'll talk to Morris Peterson. I'll talk to Dwayne Johnson with Terramana. You got to get him over 100,000 because I need my heroes. All right? Say something. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, woo, woo, woo! Give me a Rick Flair's even falling. Yeah, Rick Flair's falling in now. Come on, Drewy Banks, are you following it or not? We want to know. I'm following I'm, him. I'm following him, man. I'm right him. Now. Follow the Players' Choice on YouTube. YouTube, not Sports Fluent. YouTube. Do you even know how to spell YouTube? I'll get to it. All right. And I told you. All right, hold on. Let the producers getting a little bit excited. <laughs> All right, so there you go. There you go. There you go. Kevin Love, you're here first. Number six is though. I don't know who number six is, but there you go. That's Anthony, who is predicting that Kevin Love will be falling in love with LA. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs>